0: Welcome to Life Giving Water Messages, where I expound upon the Word of God and, through the internet, deliver it to you. Today, I'm bringing to you, and my name's Reverend Todd Laddick, and I'm bringing to you a, a new series, part one of a three-part series entitled "Releasing God's Blessings." With today's message specifically entitled "A Legacy of Blessings," I know who I am, based off of 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verses 1 through 5. So let us dive into the Word today. I really don't need to write to you about this ministry of giving for the believers in Jerusalem. For I know how eager you are to help, and I have been boasting to the churches in Macedonia that you and Greece were ready to send an offering a year ago. In fact, it was your enthusiasm that stirred up many of the Macedonian believers to begin giving. But I am sending these brothers to be sure you really are ready, as I have been telling them, and that your money is all collected. I don't want to be wrong in my boasting about you. We would be embarrassed, not to mention your own embarrassment, if some Macedonian believers came with me and found that you weren't ready after all I had told them. So I thought I should send these brothers ahead of me to make sure the gift you promised is ready. But I want it to be a willing gift, not one given grudgingly. Amen. Through Jesus' gift of salvation... We are called to live into our legacy of giving generously of the grace we have received. As a young and emerging adult, I had a lot of people who helped me out in my life through generous giving. I remember one person, uh, after we had one of our cars repossessed, helped secure a refinancing of our mortgage, which seriously kept us from foreclosing and ultimately allowed us to secure financial security in the future. With, without that person, we would have lost our home, Let, and, and who knows what, what would have happened. Uh, growing up, I was taught to be generous by my parents and my church. I learned that Jesus taught us to give without seeking anything in return, and that in, in that regard, Jesus gave everything for us, and I also learned that we were supposed to be imitators of Christ, so we should be giving as Christ gave. And I do want to emulate Jesus Christ, but let's, let's be honest, it's hard to emulate Jesus. Still, we ought to try. Um, when I discovered my place in Wesleyan theology and began to learn about John Wesley, I saw somebody I could emulate in my giving. Yet still, John Wesley is a hard person to emulate. He was extremely generous. Here here was John Wesley's model for money. First, gain all you can. Despite its potential for misuse, money in and of itself is not bad, and great good can be done with it. So first, gain all you can. Second, save all you can. Don't just spend money to gratify the the, the, the desires of the flesh, which is code language for our worldly possessions, status, and other things that money can buy. Rather, save as much of it as you can. Why? In part to care for oneself, family, and to pay any creditors owed. But the next reason leads to the third and final point. Give all you can. You save all you can so that you can give as much of it as possible away. At one point in his career, <coughs> excuse me. At one point in his career, while the average person made 30 pounds a year, John Wesley made 1400 pounds annually. Yet he kept only 30 pounds to live off of and gave the rest away to Christ and charity. That's right, he gave most of that 1,400 pounds away. For Wesley, one should begin with the tithe and then grow from there. So at the time of John Wesley's death, he was worth about $3 million in today's U.S. dollars. But he virtually had given it all away, less than 10 pounds to his name. While John Wesley didn't have children to care for, and I know I couldn't give that much away because I do, I want to model myself off of him as a giver. For John Wesley, money was no object, meaning that it was a means to an end for him, nothing more. He used what he needed to live uh, and gave the rest away to help others. His church, the imprisoned, the sick, he gave the rest away. And first of the giving always went to the church. That was always, the tithe is always where we start and we grow from there. That kind of giving excites me and, and the mission of Jesus Christ excites me. The mission of including of uh, including people, of fighting for justice in all of its forms and of, of building the kingdom of God here on earth as it is in heaven, that excites me. That is why I have given of my own time and money to go to places like New Orleans to help with Hurricane Katrina relief. When I was at Harmony Hill UMC, the youth and I went to the shore to help with Hurricane Sandy relief. I also want uh, want to grow as a financial giver and am working on that always to increase the amount I am able to give because the church and its mission matter to me. I want to invite you to reflect on moments when you were excited to support a cause, mission, or organization. What motivated you? Was it a person? A sense of honor? Your love for the cause? A sense of who you were as a person, family, or organization? In 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 9, Paul speaks of Jesus' generosity in providing our salvation. Thus, all we have is through Jesus. We are stewards of the riches of a redeemed life. We have been made rich by Jesus' generosity, and now it is up to us to use the riches of our lives responsibly and in a Christ-like, self-giving way. In chapter 9, Paul is applauding the great ministry the Corinthian community is doing by stirring hearts to a, a new life in Christ. Paul Paul is speaking to a group of Christians who are in a position to continue helping other growing Christian communities, and and in this case, particularly, the church in Jerusalem, which is the mother church when you think about it. That's the church from which... Uh, The apostles went and spread the good news, and Paul, you know, was a benefactor of that church. So, so yeah, he's collecting around around the Gentile churches. He's he's taking up a collection and wants to bring it to Jerusalem to support the ministries in Jerusalem because we're all a part of this. We're all in this together. Um, In what may seem like a strong arm tactic, Paul reminds them with great candor that their resources are meant to be shared to the glory of God. As Paul urged the church, God is calling us to remember that we have received grace to become agents of grace. Because of your faith in Christ's legacy, we are moved to look beyond ourselves and see others with the heart of God. Our church is a generous church. Don't let the hard times we've fallen on deceive you into thinking otherwise, and if you're not a part of my church, again, the same for your church. Churches are generous. I think of our leaders who pour their hearts, minds, and bodies into the mission and ministry of the church. I can tell you without naming names, I know people have given of their time, their resources, and their own money in order to be faithful and keep the church going during an unprecedented pandemic and terrible times. Why? Because they love this church. And they are faithful to Christ and his family. By your baptism, you have joined, you have been joined to the family of God, a connection that has shaped and continues to shape uh, shape how you respond to the world. What role does the legacy of your family or church play in how you share what has been given to you? Knowing that you are a part of the family of God, a family that has been known for its generosity throughout the ages, how might that legacy inspire you to live a life that is generous with others? Could this legacy you Le- uh, could this legacy lead you to see giving as something you want to participate in, rather than something you begrudgingly do? I want us to think of people who have inspired us to be generous through their own generosity. On your bulletin, if you're if you're well, you're not listening to this in church, so on your phone or on a piece of paper, write down the the person's name. In the following sentence, I am grateful for, put in the person's name, for showing me the power of generosity. And then post that in a place where you can see it all all week long or put it as a reminder on your phone that just pops up and reminds you of that person and their generosity. Or you could, you know, on your favorite social media platform, you could share the same thing. For instance, on Twitter, you could just simply post at lgw underscore messages uh and then and then write uh i am grateful for put the person of the name or tag the person if you want to do it for showing me the power of hashtag generosity or on facebook you could put you could post at life giving water ministries all one word I am grateful for, again, the name of the person, or tag them if you'd like to, for showing me the power of hashtag generosity. Uh, that would be awesome if you did that because I would see that you're engaging with this and uh, and um, it would also uh, show people that you're friends with or who like you on Twitter that um, you know, you're a person of faith and you're a person of generosity and, and that's an awesome thing. That's an awesome thing to, to spread and to cultivate. Um, We are not, let's put it this way, we're not in competition with other churches. Um, That's why I I would never tell somebody to give to us over their church. No, give to your church, by all means. That is uh, absolutely the way it should be. That's the church that you vowed to to uphold and uh, to support in ministry. Um, So we're not in competition with other churches. We're not about shaming others into giving. We are about living as people who have been redeemed by grace and sharing the blessings that God has given us. What might change if we were to be more mindful of who we are as God's people and joyfully live into that legacy and life of generosity? Let us ponder this throughout the week. And in the meantime, I pray. You'll join our Bible study on releasing God's blessings starting this Tuesday uh, at 6 p.m. and we'll be covering the scriptures that we're talking about uh, just in more depth. But we're, we'll be covering the scriptures uh, that that are part of the series, um, and we'll be meeting on Zoom. So if you're interested in that, reach out to me, um, and you you know my my. Uh, you know how you can do that in the episode notes, and uh, see me, you know, and or talk to me, and uh, I'll I'll give you the, the information on it. Would love to have anybody join, so that's open to anybody. Uh, with that said, um, you know, uh, remember that we are called to to really build a legacy of blessings and live into the legacy of blessings that uh, others have uh, created, that that have blessed us, and we need to do the same so that others can be blessed, and that legacy can continue. Um, and that all starts by knowing who we are in God and in Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Gracious and loving God, I, I thank you and praise you for uh, those who are listening. Um, <clears throat> sermons about finances and stuff uh, t- sometimes tend to get eye rolls, but but the reality is, we've signed on to being your body, a part of your body, a part of the family, and we've we've vowed to support the church. So we shouldn't roll our eyes at it. It should be something we lovingly and and uh, willingly do be, and joyfully do because of who we are in you and how we've been richly blessed in our lives. Uh, Lord, <clears throat> uh, we just ask that uh, those who uh, have heard this will be Will be challenged, but also inspired to uh, live into your blessings and to live into releasing your blessings into the world. What a what an awesome thing to be able to do! So we thank you and we praise you in Jesus' name, Amen. And uh, friends, I do want to you know tell you to look at the episode notes. You'll see in there uh, ways you can contact me if you are interested in the Bible study. Um, but uh but uh you know there are also links to um Tithely and pay and paypal uh if you are able to give and uh this is your main sustenance for the week uh, we would love the support and could really use it um if you are attending another church and this is just supplemental for you, then support your church by all means. That is, that is key and, and top priority. But if uh, you have it in you to be able to serve, uh, serve and give to both, that would be awesome too. So remember, uh, however you give and to whom you give, always give joyfully, remembering how much you've been blessed by God and how much of a blessing you can be for others. So uh, that's, that's the name of the game. Uh, With that said, friends, remember you are richly blessed, so be a blessing to others. Go in peace.